You're now listening to the Live Different Podcast with Matt Wilson. Hello, what's happening, everybody? It is Matt Wilson here with the Live Different Podcast and Mr. Jared O'Toole, our Irish-American friend. We are sitting in a hotel in Dublin, Ireland at the moment, and uh, we want to talk to you guys a little bit about travel, a little bit about social media, a little bit about growing our business, maybe 100% this year, what all that takes, uh, a lot of craziness in between, and uh, Jared was the very first episode, very first guest of our podcast, and Mr. O'Toole, I think things got a little out of hand last time, we were a little... uh, all over the place, and also feedback. We swore a lot. Uh, these are what this is what good friends of ours said. Dave Turner, actually, shout out to Mr. Turner if he's listening because he is a podcast listener, but uh, he listens to NPR and all sorts of other petty they don't, programs. They don't swear on NPR. I don't think they're allowed to swear <laughs> on NPR, uh, but we are privately funded instead of publicly, and for that, we get to say whatever. I wanted to say whatever I wanted, <laughs> but that's not appropriate. But you, but you got awkward instead. I, this is already awkward because we're doing this in person. You're actually awkward. We've known each other since fourth grade, although you don't remember fourth grade. I really don't think we became friends until fifth grade. We've been co-founders together for seven-ish years. About seven. Maybe going on eight. A couple different ventures, a couple dozen different ventures. A couple things. <laughs> and uh, you just got off a red eye a few hours ago from New York here in Dublin. How are you feeling? Struggling through my day in uh, Dublin, but ready ready to hit it. <laughs> All right, you got off the plane. It was 8 o'clock in the morning. The phone rings. What did I tell the nice lady at the desk? Oh, that you're waiting for me in your underwear? Mm-hmm. And she kind and of... And she, she repeated it. She, she relayed the message. She giggled a little bit, but she repeated it. <laughs> uh, let's try to keep this. This is a family pro. We might be privately funded, and we've only... I've only said one bad word, but now we're just getting inappropriate, so... Uh, anyway, we had some breakfast. Did you have coffee at breakfast? I did. And then you immediately went upstairs and passed out? Yeah. Okay. The coffee did not do much. So I did all the, the work today. Eye. It's a Saturday. <laughs> you guys are probably going to listen to this in a couple days when it when it goes up. But uh, see, I had coffee, passed right out. And then I had my first Guinness in Ireland at lunch. Uh, can we back it up to where I had to beat on the door to <laughs> for you to be able to open it? Well... I was in the shower, so you know okay. what, what do you want me to do here? I wasn't sleeping. I was I following you your your orders to be up and ready in twenty minutes. What was I outside doing? <laughs> Running around in yoga pants. Ah, uh, <laughs> now this is just gonna get weird. Yes, uh, I like to call them athletic. To, no, I like to call. Actually, them yoga I don't know pants. if you were running. You were probably stretching. That's. I did I, some stretching exercises. Probably all you did. Here in Dublin, there was some type of athletic event. Uh, a good one and a very big athletic event um, and did someone not I must look like a well-trained specimen because someone just asked me how I did in the race do you remember that you were there well any, everyone in the race just kind of looks skinny so any, anyone who's looking a little skinny <laughs> they might get mistaken for being in the race well some of the <laughs> track and field athletes I think were pretty well trained so I think uh <laughs> 
you know, you got to give me some credit. I didn't miss that. You were one of them. All right. Traveling. I've lost <laughs> some weight. I haven't grown any gray hairs. I think I'm doing okay. Yeah, you're doing all right. I'll how give you that. You're doing all right. How are you doing? You're, do, you're doing better than, than I'm doing, at least at the moment. Okay. I got one up on you, but I've been here a week. Although yeah. I flew from South America. Yeah, that could have been. That must have been a little rough. How long was that flight? Uh, Lima to Madrid is 12 hours. It's a good flight. It's a good flight. <laughs> so part of what we want to do, of course, is talk to you guys about travel. I think one of our big themes has been how to stay healthy while traveling. Uh, I've made a recent Facebook post about that. It went over pretty well. I shared all my weird tips, including wearing yoga pants on the plane. Uh, who knew that would get a lot of attention? And uh, But also, we're, we can talk about recovering from jet lag. We can also talk today about how crazy our business has been. And you're going... I just came from South America directly to Ireland, and we can tell you a couple fun travel stories, like an allergic reaction to South American onions. Um, but you're... I wanted to ask you about this at lunch, but I wanted to wait till we started recording. Oh, boy. Where are you... No, where are you going after this? You have your own little Euro trip planned out? Well, yeah, going from here... Well, to Scotland first. We have to uh, maybe look at some ideas in Scotland. Okay. Um, that could come... You know, could be future endeavors, future little, trips. little teaser for under 30 yeah. experiences. Could be uh, something happening there. So I'll check out Scotland, do a quick uh, stop over in London, maybe for a night. Um, for a night, maybe for a night. Maybe I'm, I'm not really. I'm not really. London's not really on the agenda. Besides a okay. picture or two. Um, How are you getting there? Wait. So you're going? The, <laughs> I have ideas. Nothing's okay. booked. No, nothing's booked. <laughs> nothing's booked. Okay. The idea is to you no know, fly from Dublin to Edinburgh, and then rent okay. a car in Scotland, and then take yeah. When it, so I really get to drive around. I really want to see a bunch of the country in Scotland. Scotland drives on the other side of the road. Yep. I assume. Yep. Jesus, um, don't die. Yep, yep. <laughs> it's really, it's it's hard. You get used I, to it quickly. I can, yeah. But then I, when I came back to the states to drive on the opposite side of the road right. was actually difficult. Or, I'm looking forward to it. Like it'll just be. Well, I don't know if I'm looking forward to the first like half hour, but in general, I just it'll be it'll be an experience. I'm sure. Can I call you something? Call you on something real quick. Mm-hmm. Do you know how to drive standard? You you, you have to. Um, request an, an automatic. I do not know, know how to drive standard. Did you request an automatic? I haven't booked anything yet. Okay, this is our but no, I will be, but like this week, I'll be looking into uh, making the reservations. You should learn how to drive standard. I said that 11 years ago now. No, I, 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 no I mean in Scotland, on the wrong side of the road, shifting with your left. Oh, yeah, that'll be, that'll go over real well. We have proper insurances for that, don't we? <laughs> I'm looking for an experience, but I don't know if <laughs> I don't okay. know if we'll push it to that limit. All right, under thirty experiences. This is yeah. this is what we. I do. mean, we'll see. I might get stuck with the standard. That maybe that's all they have. The law. <laughs> so are you gonna go and track down some Harry Potter looking stuff? Oh Any yeah. Ideas what you're gonna do? Have you researched it at all? To some degree. Okay. Um, yeah. There's well, there's um, Edinburgh is supposed to be a cool city, um, historical, and then going up to Stirling Castle. Which is on the way to the the lowlands, basically the Scottish lowlands. Mm. Um, Sounds like some and then some Scotch will be involved. 
there is, I haven't looked at the specific distillery tours yet, but there will be something along my drive, I'm sure, where I'll indulge over a night. Also, <laughs> shout out to Courtney Slade, our photographer who's here in Dublin. While we're recording this podcast, she was just periscoping a spice ride to the Jameson Distillery, which is pretty fun. We'll, we'll talk about social media and Periscope. If you don't have the app, download it right now, Periscope, and check out all of our travel videos because we live stream our stuff now from our trips. Yeah. Um, and I can probably do a little bit of that too. Uh, sneak peeks into Scotland and everything that'll be there. Can you Periscope driving on the wrong side of the road? Oh, please? sure. We can do that. Yeah, I'm sure that's legal there. <laughs> Yeah, Periscope and I'll drive. But I am excited for Scotland because it definitely will be a little more um, adventurous than Ireland. Okay. Like, because I definitely hear it's complete opposite terrain. Like, it'll be more like Icelandic terrain. Oh. Um, very mountainous, like a okay. lot more, um, a lot more outdoorsy, very rural, like not, you know, not a lot of people once you leave, once you go north of the cities. Um, so there could be some really interesting stuff to do there. And there's just a couple huge national parks in the... Um, southern uh, lowlands of Scotland. I'm not going to make it all the way to the north, I don't think. Okay. Maybe I do. We actually have uh, friends that live, like, on the northern tip of Scotland. Um, wow, what do they do up there? I have no idea. They live in just the... They, they've lived all around Scotland, and then it finally settled down up there, and I've been talking to them about, like, where to go in the southern part. Are they Scottish or American? They're American, and they okay. moved they're over friends, there. They're friends of your family? Friends of my aunt. My aunt. Um, I think they met in college, and then him and his wife moved to Scotland after school um, 15, 20 years ago, whenever that was. But, um, but yeah, so they've lived there a long time, so they know the whole country. It's not a big country. And, uh, yeah, there's a bunch of stops along the way. Maybe get to Loch Ness, things like that. Uh, Perth is another city kind of in the middle, um, along with, yeah, just uh, the national parks, seeing which ones are better, which ones might have some better opportunities, little towns for us to go through. Beautiful. Castles everywhere, of course. Um, so yeah, that's kind of the vague plan for Scotland, but I figure if I get a car, I can do whatever I want. Mm -hmm. Um, cause not everything is on bus routes and there are no trains going like north into the, uh, into the country. Everyone says, if you want to get to the back country, just get a car. <laughs> Damn. So <laughs> sounds, sounds really awesome. Yeah. So I am pretty comfortable. I wish I was there for more than, I think I've extended it now from four days to five days cause I want to keep. I want to keep pushing it. <laughs> I would, I would skip London altogether if you yeah. go to Scotland. Honestly, I didn't love London. Sorry if we have any. Well, that's why it's not from, on my from London. I'm not a big city person. Being over here, I thought I should just graze through it, but maybe I'll just fly straight from Edinburgh to Amsterdam. That could be. I mean, that that can happen. So, I'm pretty sure it's pronounced Edinburgh. Edinburgh? Yeah, yeah. but, you Edinburgh, know, sure. yeah. when we go to these places, we learn these things, and this is why you want to have these experiences so that you can, you know, pronounce yeah. that and seem cultured, and also, if we're going to do business there, obviously, we'll, we'll learn that, but, you know, you see, most people, honestly, they see a place on a map, and unless you've been there, you don't know the first thing about it. This is the most I've spoken to anybody about Scotland. Before. Yeah, it's it sounds it, it sounds. It should awesome. be awesome. Yeah, I hope to. I just, yeah, hope, hope I get have enough time there. Okay, so then, so you're gonna scout out that for mm -hmm. a potential under thirty trip, and then you then you you fly to London. Is that right? I was gonna. I actually was gonna take the train. Um, okay. Just to see like the countryside, go through it, 
again, not definite plans. Do you have to? You can. T- is there a train that goes? I don't know what. Scotland is obviously an island. Is there a train that goes to let Scotland is on the very north part of the UK. Yeah. Okay. It's not discon. It's not physically disconnected. No. Well, way to sound like. <laughs> At uh, least I don't uh, think so. I mean, way to sound I'm like Americans here. But the the Virgin train. There, there's one of the routes is. See, I've taken down the Virgin London. train from London to Wales, and mm-hmm. then across on the Irish Ferry, which if anybody gets the chance to do that, that's amazing. I was originally looking at that, but it just doesn't, obviously going up to Scotland doesn't make sense to uh, to do it that way. And so just flying, you know, like Ryanair, I think my flights you know, would be 30 bucks. Scotland, dude, is totally not an island. That is pathetic. I apologize. Pretty sure it wasn't an island. <laughs> Anybody listening, definitely. There are so many islands in the U- in the UK. Um, Scotland is not the one of them. <laughs> this is embarrassing. But, uh, hey, look, we're raw. This is a real broadcast here. So you're going to take the Virgin train. Well, or, as you said, it may even skip London. I'm not completely sold on London. Like, I don't know what I'm going to do there besides snap a couple pictures. Like, what I really I, wasn't going to Okay, so Shoreditch is pretty cool. It's more of the Brooklyn area. This is where our buddy Because I only had, like, a day. Um, I'd rather spend time in Copenhagen than London, I think. Yeah. I don't know. Um, yeah. I'm, or more time in Scotland. I, yeah, I was there late October, November in London, and the weather sucked. I was also staying with our buddy Rob, who I'm wasn't sure was enjoying himself. No, he was not enjoying himself <laughs> there either. He really didn't like it. I mean, he can be a temperamental little <laughs> but he wasn't loving it. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, the weather had sucked, and I don't know. I, I didn't I didn't love it. There was really good food from all over the world. Obviously, there's lots of cool cultural things that you can do, um, but sometimes when you just hit a place and you fall in love with it, which happens to me often, London was not one of those places. However, right. Shoreditch I really did like, um, and that was that was cool. So if you get a chance, go there. Work out of the lobby of the Ace Hotel. There's an Ace Hotel there. There is an opening. You're making me just want to skip London. Okay, well, there's. I a, may just skip London. Do you think because the Ace Hotel is a douchey place to hang out? Or no, no, no. I'm just the more I'm thinking about the okay. the plan of maybe more time in Scotland and Copenhagen versus wasting 18 hours in London. The only reason that I want you to go to London is to check out Stonehenge. But and I don't even know if I can get there in a day. Yeah, it's apparently somebody was telling me. Yeah, it's ninety minutes. It's ninety minutes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Would you be like a weird? It'd be a tough day, just depending on when I pull in, when when I have to leave. Like you know, it just depends how the so schedule works. So don't rush works. it. Don't rush it. Go right to Copenhagen. Now, why Copenhagen? This is a place I don't know anything about. I have no. I've heard nothing but awesome things about it. The mm. people, the city, like just being a beautiful, clean city. You're right on the edge of um, the rest of. It's on the southern part of Denmark, and you can go into the back country of Denmark as well. Again, okay. not a big country, but apparently everything I've heard, it's just like a really nice, cool place. And for some reason, I I want to check it out. I think it's just one of those places that really gonna love. Cool. Um, People, yeah, I just heard great things, and it has way more like you know versus a London or a Paris. It has way more. I'm way more intrigued by a Copenhagen versus like the bigger 
cities like that, I guess. You um, feel like it's still undiscovered. Like you're talking to me, and I don't know. Yeah, I mean, maybe maybe to some degree, it. a little small, a little smaller too than like a massive city like London. Um, and I really do want to like. I plan on taking maybe a day trip into the back country. Like I'll book something. I'm not rent a car, but you know, just find like some bus or some some group or something. Check out Denmark because um, again, that spreads out really quickly as well into the uh, and you're really. You're getting up north. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm just looking at it on the map right now. And uh, for anybody listening, this is how we figure stuff out. <laughs> you know, this is how we in what in 2000. I'm gonna pull up my map as well. Well, let's think about this. Let's <laughs> let's think about 2007, 2008. We had no idea. I remember sitting on your couch and be like, "Hey, what's this Twitter thing? I don't know. How do you?" And your famous line that I always make fun of you for I just tweeted go Yankees why didn't anybody follow me <laughs> <laughs> and we figured it out and it's the same thing with travel could I find Copenhagen on a map the city no the con- where it is in the country sure uh, but I I don't know I really want to explore that area Iceland is the only place that I've explored which used to be under the Danish crown but Norway Sweden Finland. Supposedly there's a boat over there where you can take a boat to St. Petersburg. I'm sure there's many boats, but you take a boat to St. Petersburg. I think that's more from Stockholm, but I'm sure you can go to the Baltic Sea. Tons of, I mean, even from there, you know, I'm looking, uh, you know, Sweden is right there. Like originally I wanted to do um, Oslo and Stockholm, but I just won't have enough time. Um, But Sweden, could it be an easy jump while I'm in Denmark? But yeah, Denmark is just surrounded by water. Um, originally there's a train that goes from, I believe it's from Berlin to Copenhagen, a direct train. Um, and the whole train actually gets put onto a ferry, like the entire, it's, you know, I think they said it's the only one in the world. There's like a three hour process where you stop and they have to lift the train or like change the tracks or something and take it off, put it onto the ferry. And then they take it off the ferry on the other side. That is awesome. And it looked crazy, but That's I'm not going to make it to Berlin. In Copen- oh, in Berlin. Berlin to Copenhagen. There's a direct, um, a direct line, and it's like the overnight train actually puts you on a ferry, hmm. and like it, it just looked crazy. But um, not going to, yeah, I'm not going to make it down to Berlin. It's way too far out of the way for my my time crunch. Wow. Yeah, I've um, I've not been to Berlin. I've been to a lot of West Germany. But I had mm-hmm. a friend, uh, a friend from Paris, and he was working in Berlin, and uh, supposedly it's just a crazy place. It's a very up-and-coming city. I mean, the, uh, from what I understand, the Soviet bloc fell, and all of a sudden Berlin was able to be free and have culture, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, anyway, yeah, it's just a cl- crazy place, a lot of hippies and hipsters and artists and all hmm. sorts of people are moving there but um, a place that I'd really like to check out but he was telling me that place parties hard and really <laughs> late into the late into the night so he was working as a graphic designer or web designer or something and he was like yeah uh, some some co-workers wanted to go out after lunch or after dinner rather and you know you want to meet up for dinner in the States, we think of, well, it depends where in the States, right? In New York, you think 7.30, 8 o'clock, even 9 o'clock is after work mm-hmm. drink in New York. Other places, you know, we're talking 
happy hour that's 5.30, 6.30. I rarely ever make it to happy hour because that time of the day is I know you've reserved. stood me up for like three years in a row or every, every time happy gotta hour. Work. Somebody's got to work those hours, <laughs> all right? Or, or work out. That's, that's the other. Mm-hmm. Somebody's got to lift some weights around. Here. Oh, right, right, right. But uh, he's just, so he says, so he's like, yeah, my, my coworker said, uh, let's meet up for after work drinks. And he's like, okay, sure, what time? They said, oh, 11 p.m. <laughs> and they're like, what? And this is not because it's like New York and people work all the time. It's because they stay out till 3, 4 a.m., no big deal, on a weeknight. Mm-hmm. I don't know what time at 8 yeah. or 9 in the morning um, during during the weekends. is pretty crazy. Yeah. No, that's awesome. Actually, in, in Lima. Intense. <laughs> yeah, in Lima, we were coming back. Oh, everybody comes in on a red eye and... Um, there can be pockets of not very nice areas of Lima, just like any city, or especially any Latin American city. But it was a, a Sunday morning when our trip got in, and we picked everybody up from the airport. It's like 7.30 in the morning. And uh, we drove through this middle-class neighborhood of San Miguel, and uh, people, we were all looking out and like, uh, are those people still partying in the streets <laughs> right now? So I guess Lima gets after it late into the night. Um, but Peru, I guess we could... We could it w- so you're ending in Copenhagen, and then we can get to Peru and South America. South America, discuss that for a second. Wait, yeah. So you're ending in Copenhagen? Yeah, ending in Copenhagen. Yep. Now, is it this the really cheap flight that you had? The really cheap flight that I had? You booked like a... $99 fare to Europe or something. No, no, no. That one just... We never used that one. That okay. was just a plane ticket that got thrown away. <laughs> what, what was the deal on that? That was the one of the WoW Air mm. um, specials. It was from, uh, like, yeah, Boston to Copenhagen for 99 bucks. Wow, for $99, which, take yeah. the risk. Well, that was the thing, yeah. Like, I mean, I was trying to plan the trip, but then just so happened that I was going to be in Ireland then, like, later on in the summer. Okay. So it made sense to just do it all now because... The ticket was only one way. It wasn't round trip, so I still had to book the other leg. And it was just going to be more expensive to go back and forth twice, obviously, rather than just extend this trip. That makes sense. Yeah. But the tickets were still reasonable. It wasn't bad at all. Like, this entire trip into Dublin, out of Copenhagen, no more than 900 Really? Yeah. That's pretty good. I mean, I was on shitty-ass... Finnair dubbed American Airlines. Shitty ass Finnair, is that not? <laughs> you clearly I was not amazed. happy with the plane. I was not happy with the plane. But the next plane would be a good one. Norwegian Air is supposed to be really nice. Yeah. Get to be, go on the Dreamliner. Be really? Uh, yeah. What what's up with the, the Dreamliner? That's just the new you know, the newest um plane that's been out for the last four or five years. Did, Boeing or Airbus? I don't know what it is. I think it's I think it's Boeing. But that's the one where the like, the, the windows are bigger, and the air is better controlled, and, like, the windows will fade with the light. Really? So, that, like, it just is a more comfortable experience, or tries to be a more comfortable mm-hmm. experience for everyone. Um, yeah, it came out, like, years ago, um, but it's only for those longer routes, because, like, Copenhagen's been, that's a solid flight, probably. That's probably a nine-hour yeah. flight back to New York from Copenhagen. I... But it's supposed to be nice. It's supposed to be a nice airline, basically. A discount airline, budget airline, but that runs, like, good planes, and... Things like that. I would have liked that on my 12 hours from Lima to Madrid. Oh, yeah? <laughs> I mean, it was the plane was fine. Honestly, I don't mind flying. Yeah, it gets to be late. I don't mind red eyes because I can just go to sleep. Mm-hmm. The Asian flights, 
those are long flights, and then your body is just completely yeah. messed up and turned around. I mean... Well, I say when I screw up, like, today, and I get a middle seat, and there's no chargers, and, like, I'm just a complete disheveled <laughs> Yeah. You were, you were parking for about 45 minutes when you got here. Well, yeah, there were, there were you know... They turned out to be upsides to the middle seat, but you know that's uh, not not something to bet on. <laughs> I, I see, I see. I'm not, I'm not gonna even touch with that either. Um, no one needs to. <laughs> moving on, actually, that Madrid, that Lima to Madrid flight, mm-hmm. that was actually really weird, and I was happy that I had to wake up at 5 a.m. or something. So I guess the whole Peru trip. So we go for anybody listening. We go to Peru, Machu Picchu, and with Under 30 Experiences, our travel company, which Jared and I are the co-founders of, and it is pretty, it's a brutal trip as far as your body and the altitude, mm-hmm. and you fly in on an overnight flight, so we hit the ground running, and... Uh, we try to show everybody Lima and Miraflores. We have optional surfing that day in the Pacific Ocean in the wintertime. Literally, I surfed one day in Lima and then flew to Cusco at 3 p.m. and slept at 11,000 feet. That's not... It's, it's fine if you're used to being acclimated. Yeah. I was already acclimated at that at that point because I had been up in the mountains already on that leg of the trip. We ran three back to back trips there, and so I didn't. I would never do that my first time. Um, mm-hmm. I would never exhaust myself and, and dehydrate yourself when you're surfing in salt water and all of that. So I wouldn't have done. I wouldn't have done that. But um, I feel good with the with the altitude or whatever. So the yeah, it was just uh, that, you know, that part of the trip and then sleeping at 11,000 feet. I've lived in, in Breckenridge, Colorado, and that's that was at 9,600 feet, 10,000, and that's at the base of the mountain. And, you know, you're skiing up at the tallest lifts, I think, in North, North America. That's over 12,000. Uh, hmm. I'm not sure it could be closer to 13, but... Yeah, it's pretty high. Yeah, it's pretty high. It's pretty high. It takes a toll on your body, and... So you don't sleep all that well, one drink, and you're feeling pretty loopy. Well, especially you. I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm not in drinking shape like I used to be, and I'm, I'm pretty proud of that. Um, but yeah, that was, that was a brutal trip. And so to leave that, and uh, you know, I had the whole, well, I guess I'll tell the rest of the story. I had the whole altitude I felt fine. I really don't think I had altitude sickness, but I had food poisoning. So mm. that was, and I kind of told you this in passing. But yeah, it was kind of just like, all right, well, that sounds normal. I got, you know, we got stuff to do. Like everything seems to be going fine. Basically, that's what <laughs> happened. It was like, well, I lost it out of both ends all night, but I got to get up and do my, actually, I could but barely, I could barely pull myself out of bed at nine o'clock in the morning. And thank yeah. you to, to Courtney who took the group, um, for the day. I got out of bed at noon, um, after not sleeping. So I you know, put in three, four hours of sleep, but I could not pull myself <laughs> out of bed. It was just brutal. You didn't hear about that for like a week. No, I mean, there's not much that, yeah. <laughs> there's nothing that you could do about it, but 
also, I like to have it together and, and uh, not. Peru's been rough on you. So three Last years year. traveling yeah. almost full time. And the only two places that I've been sick at all, like more than a little tiny, you know, oh, my stomach is a little off, which actually rarely, rarely ever happens. Peru got good <laughs> two years in a row, man. Yeah. This year wasn't even that bad compared yeah. to the year before, which I, I, I that, felt yeah. like I was going to die. Yeah. It was that bad. Yeah. Um, Sounds bad. I, I got go, those phone calls. I, yeah, no, that was, that yeah. was, and I had flown to Colombia, and I was in Colombia. I did not get to see anything. Yeah. The healthcare system, luckily, in Colombia was pretty good to us, <laughs> and, uh, Sent a beautiful Colombian doctor to come and stick a needle. <laughs> check into, something into you. <laughs> yeah, inject a needle into my ass, which was lovely. And uh, yeah, it was it was brutal. It was not fun. Yeah. Pedialytes, and <laughs> they prescribed uh, probiotics and all sorts of other stuff. I can't even remember, remember yeah. the laundry list. But the cool thing was. They came to my hotel room. Mm-hmm. She came with her iPad to diagnose everything. Uh, she didn't charge me a dime. The only thing I had to pay for were the laundry list of drugs that she put me on, and that cost me like thirty U.S. dollars. Mm-hmm. So, something tells you that our American health system, healthcare system, is not right. <laughs> but um, moving on after. I was sick in <laughs> Peru, but no, this is the kind of thing. And, and this is what inspired Shit me happens. to make that. Yeah, exactly. This is what inspired me to make that post um, about all of that and how much of a battle that was because, oh, yeah, by the way, this is what we were talking about at lunch today, is I then had this reaction to su- South American onions, which apparently, <laughs> if you Google it, Onion allergies can be as bad as peanut allergies. Hmm. So that was hives in the middle of the night <laughs> and uh, numbness of the face, which we had a doctor on the trip, a, a doctor from the United States, happened to be a, a traveler with us. And he's like, yeah, man, he's like, I, he's an ER doc. And he says, I see absolutely everything. And the only thing that scares me is anaphylactic shock, which is where your throat closes up and he said I would not have wanted to come into your hotel room and have to cut your neck open (laughs) you you laughed is that is that funny to you no I'm just like wondering what business we're in how did we get to this place in life (laughs) this is this is true how did we get to this place do you you have an answer to that no I I really I really don't I still I still don't know what's happening on a day to day yes okay so to finish with this story so we don't completely jump around then we can talk about how we got to this place in life and actually how crazy it's been and how our business is uh, has been growing really really well and how it's also just kind of getting a little crazy for us to manage at the moment and we can talk about different strategies that we're using to try to manage all of the growth but after the onion allergy that inspired me to write this very long Facebook post about uh, the resiliency, I guess, of your body and how you bounce back and productivity and, you know, the whole 
Live Different podcast is about health and business and travel and also productivity and performance and how you get shit done even when you're dying in South America like I felt like I was. And so that word resiliency is something that I borrowed from Dave Asprey's blog and podcast, The Bulletproof Executive. And last year, when I got back from Peru, I called our friend and Under 30 Experiences alumni, Adam Griffin, who owns this fitness company called BodyFit. And he was like, look, we got to get you on the Bulletproof diet. And it's not a, a diet diet like the South Beach diet or restrictive, that kind of thing. It's basically a... a overall formula for eating and it's a sliding scale some stuff is more bulletproof some stuff is less bulletproof so the coffee that we're drinking it falls in the middle at the moment we could upgrade it as Dave Asprey says and we could be drinking organic coffee beans with less mycotoxins in them we could upgrade it some more like I did today here in Ireland with the Irish grass-fed butter, and now you're making a smirk because you put, like, soy goji beans in there, now you put, I mean, you just do things generally normal. And I wasn't going to say the word normal, but generally normal. But stuff rocks. You've never put coconut oil in your coffee. You've never messed around with MCT oils. and I don't want to. Oh, that's why uh, that's why I'm a beast and I'm larger. To, that's why you have to keep up but I understand so moving on had to fly Cusco from 11,000 feet back to Lima to sea level then this is the messed up part right because so I you know I woke up at 5.30 to be at the airport by 6 in Cusco got to Cusco by 7 7.15 had like a uh, 11 o'clock flight or something like that you have to be you need about three hours for that connection or at least that's what they they ask you to do but flying then for 12 hours they basically say all right welcome to lima you're on your way to madrid it's 11 o'clock in the morning here's some food now go to sleep it's 11 12 and Mm -hmm. 11 12 p.m it's not it's lunchtime and you try to go to sleep well so i tried to <clears throat> keep myself up of course because i knew it was going to be morning when i landed 12 hours later you know it was i landed at something like 5:30 6 in the morning so i had to i was lucky that i had been up since 5 so i was generally tired because i don't love waking up at 5 a.m. Um, but also just try to work my ass off in the airport lounge from 7 until 11 and get on the computer on the plane, crank out some more stuff, and then try to fall asleep. And my best advice for anybody who's trying to fall asleep is have your have your routine where you're winding down for the night and just do it. So I ate, I ate clean. I had my almonds, I had my dark chocolate, I took my magnesium and my vitamin C like I do every night before bed, and I popped a melatonin, which is just a hormone, uh, with just a hormone, I can't believe I just put it like that, which is a hormone that's naturally produced in your body, and I'm not all about taking 
hormones, but once in a while it's nice because it tells your body that it's time to go to sleep. It's basically the hormone that's emitted when it gets dark, emitted, I don't know if that's the right word to use, a hormone that is secreted by your pituitary gland probably, uh, and that tells your body to go to sleep, and it worked. I did. I don't do the masks well, the face mask, but mm-hmm. put the blanket over the head, put the compression socks on, put the put the yoga pants on, and uh, get the blood flowing to the lower extremities, <laughs> if you know what I mean, and uh, pass out, and it it worked. I mean, I probably got solid six hours of sleep, which is. Which is not bad. I can yeah. I can run on that. Um, and then morning, it's like five six a.m. All right, let's get the coffee going. Let's get the vitamin B's going. Let's get a good breakfast going. Let's get your butter and your coffee. Let's get your coconut oil, which I didn't have. The travel MCT oil. Is, That's too bad. I'm, I'm out of it actually. I could have brought some over. I uh, you could have. Where where was the stuff that you were supposed to bring me? <laughs> not not here. Yeah, thanks. I appreciate that. So now we're in Ireland, and we had to make a quick turnaround because all of that had happened to me, and now, uh, yeah, you got to be productive. So while I'm running trips, while you're running trips for the next two weeks, who's running the business? <laughs> I'm not. I'm well, not, what are you I'm doing for the next concerned. two weeks? Gallivant yes. in the U.S. <laughs> No, I'm trying to get stuff done. I mean, I, yeah, I have things, to, personal stuff that I have to do in New York and family stuff, whatever. But I got to get work done. Right. Well, same thing over here. You just, just squeeze it in. Like, there's Wi-Fi. That's all you need. You know, evenings, stay uh, stay off the party trail until certain hours. Until a certain hour. <laughs> stay off the party trail in a certain hour. Okay. You know. Maybe get up early, get something done. If you these things happen, the quote unquote party. Yeah, trail. yeah, yeah. That that helps. That definitely helps the uh, productivity. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. But yeah, you just gotta squeeze it in. There's no, there's no other way to do it. I am besides, behind, I am behind on work. I just had a crazy oh, yeah. month, as I just explained. No, I'm behind too. I mean, I've already I've been on the road for ten ish days now, and before I was even on the road, I was behind, and the road just continues to <laughs> build it up. It doesn't get any better. Well, because I don't have a home, you have been kind enough to offer up your home in <laughs> Austin, Texas. So I'm going to be sleeping naked in your bed, and... Sheets are clean, sort of. Really? Oh, wow. <laughs> Come on. I mean, I'll do. I'm happy to do your laundry. No, they were washed. They were washed. Thanks. Um, (laughs) Rather not know the details of of that. Um, But yeah, Austin seems to be seems to be like a good little hub for us. Yeah, I have actually never been yet, but yeah, it's true. Courtney, our photographer, is from Austin. Jared just checked it out. Well, just checked it out. Just moved there six months ago. Um, And can we talk about? what we're doing in Austin this fall? Yeah, with the... um, It's official, right? Oh, yeah, it's official. We paid them. (laughs) We're going to be sponsoring the Austin Sports League? Yeah. So... What's the actual name of the league? 
Um, Austin you, you Social play, Sports. You did play in it. Yeah, but it was like, I always got it wrong. Oh, how's your knee, by the way? Yeah, that's... I have a lot of Advil with me. <laughs> I, ha- I didn't, haven't noticed you limping or anything. Yeah, no, it feels really good today. Um, but it's more... The, I was on a plane, so, like, no, it wasn't... I wasn't on it. If I'm on it, mm-hmm. that can cause problems. And I'm just a little... Depending on the, the hikes, I don't think we're doing anything too crazy here, but... Um, yeah, take it, take it easy. So, you, well, I don't want to, like even in Scotland, I don't take it easy. So we'll see. Like just you know, you say you don't want to take it easy. exactly. I don't well, want to take yeah, it easy, but we just don't want to like twist, you know, slip, twist the wrong way. Like I'm not right, but still I'm not look, jumping around. We have several hikes planned on this trip. Well, yeah, not gonna be. and we'll see how it goes. I mean, I've been even in the cities. Like while I'm just walking around the cities and stuff, like usually if I'm on it for more than a couple hours, it's not happy with me so you think you blew out your knee or you've had it's a partial blown (laughs) okay did you so in this was high school track or soccer that you yeah no high school soccer soccer, total reconstruction is that right yeah i mean just acl mcl meniscus in the left knee that's all of it no there's a pcl yeah no there's a few other ligaments just hanging around but those are all the main ones okay so you that was your left or your right left and that was total, like, that was blown, that was traumatic, that was, like, swelling, that was emergency room, that was, a lot, you know, that was blown. This wasn't as bad as that, but there was a pop, and, mm-hmm. um... This is, this is your right, right knee. This is the other knee. So this is the other one. Yeah, this is the other And this one. happens frequently to people who have one knee that they, fa- that they favor. Well, sometimes, it, I mean, no one really knows, like, there's mixed reports, I mean, if you favor it, or maybe I'm just prone, like, maybe my ligaments are just prone mm-hmm. to problems... Uh-huh. Like, no one knows, like, you know, it could be either way. Um, but it doesn't matter. I mean, it's something popped, and it's been no, not fun since then. Yeah, it's not um, fun. And this was in the Austin Sports League. Yeah. Oh, no, actually, no, no, no. This was this was in a pickup game. This was just practice. Just practice. <laughs> Practicing. But, yeah, that was, uh, it was only, like, four or five weeks ago. So it's doing a lot better, but it, it takes a few months or something like that to actually fully recover um, short of getting surgery, which I don't want to do. Mm-hmm. So it'll be a few months before I can really like be confident on it, and I need to rehab it, which, again, being on the road is a pain in the ass. It's just... It's a pain, but you can still do it. To some degree. Like, yeah. right now, I still need to be... I technically should... I mean, I haven't seen a doctor yet. Like, I know the basics, but sure. I, don't, I don't know exactly what's That's wrong. That's not important. The thing is, I don't know exactly what's wrong. Okay. Well, I have insurance. So. Wait, what? <laughs> My insurance in Texas doesn't kick in until August 1st. I see. And I'm on the road. I see. That makes sense. These are unfortunate circumstances. I signed uh, up for my insurance the day my knee popped. Because <laughs> uh, it was in New York until okay. then. I won't ask All this fun the stuff. details. But this is, this, this is an interesting conversation because this kind of sums up. Uh, obviously, we talk business. We talk all the time. Every we don't talk on the phone every day, but we certainly communicate every because, day. Yeah. But sometimes you just gotta put the other stuff aside. Oh yeah. And I mean, get it done. We don't worry about you being violently ill in Peru. No, <laughs> no, don't worry about. Don't worry about me. Walk. Walking, you know, bringing, rolling around a soccer field somewhere in Austin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Um, too much other stuff going on. <laughs> so you remember the Derek Rose tweet when he blew, blew out his knee? I don't remember the tweet, no. So somebody, he's either kind of, 
uh, signed with, I think he signed with Adidas, or is signed with Nike, I can't remember, but the other company, some jackass from the other companies tweeted and said, you know, had he been with us, maybe he wouldn't have blown mm. out his knee. So maybe if he would have come, uh, come with daddy to yoga, maybe <laughs> your joints would, oh, would, he would have corrected all of these oh, injuries. Geez. Check out the mobility wad uh, exercises that I've suggested. Oh, boy. You got some work to do here, Mr. O'Toole. I'm just, I'm, yeah, I need to, uh, it was, well, it was in the training after a, a period of time away from uh, the <clears throat> endurance training. and <clears throat> uh, So you're saying you hadn't run much? In previous years. Uh-huh. But your big bulky shoulders and... Triceps. They're wonderful. Yeah, no, they're they're doing great. But uh, so what you're saying is you skip like that. Okay. <laughs> Until a few months back. Until the full month. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm just making sure that the whole. But a lot of the injuries knows. do do happen when you get fatigued because you get sloppy. Oh, Your I form agree. is you, like just. I mean, what I did when it popped was nothing. Like I was like I basically kicked the ball and just came back down. Like mm-hmm. my foot went up and it came down and then it popped. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, it was near. It was you know the last. It was an hour and a half into playing on like a ninety-five degree day, and you're just not on your toes. You know, you're coming yeah. down on your heel. You're coming down just flat-footed. Mm-hmm. You're not like bouncing on your toes. You're not you know ready to go. And that's when, that's when stuff happens. That's when you know you stick your foot the wrong way, and you know yeah. that is the. I mean, that is one of the main problems. Like, the first time I did it, it was near the end of the game. It was the last ten minutes of the game, probably again reaching for the ball because I was tired rather than like shuffling your feet into the right spot. Sure. That's the biggest, I think, issue that comes with it is just when you get overtired and you just get sloppy with your form. No, I completely agree. And when, you know, we're on the verge of being weekend warriors (laughs) coming up on the age of 30, (laughs) hey, this this stuff happens. Yeah. I, I don't like to think that plays a role. It probably, it maybe does, but... No, but we beat the shit out of ourselves working, to be honest. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're, you're handsome and all, but uh, I can tell you, you're dehydrated right now for sure. Like, just I'm just looking at, looking at you. It's fatigue, probably. Yeah, no, I mean, you can see it. I'm dehydrated, too. You can see in people's skin. You can see it in their, their eyes. They start to get bloodshot and stuff. Same, have wrinkles. No, you don't really have. I mean, yeah, everybody gets crow's feet, but you, gotta, you smile a lot, so that's. that's good. I'm not worried about wrinkles. I'm worried about you. I don't like doing you know, the person. Your performance. No, you. You're feeling uncomfortable on this podcast no, now. No, well, look. So, with all that being said, uh, let's talk about business for the next 15 minutes, because, look, like we. Being hunched over the computer, it does take a, a toll on your body. And that's why I went outside uh, while well, you were, you know, lounging in bed. I went to the track, and I didn't go that hard, I'll be honest. I didn't go that hard. Um, you didn't look like you were sweating when you came back. No, I Well, first of all, you I... You looked like you had been observing athletes, potentially, like, just looking like maybe you were there to do something. Look, I went to the track. There was a international track meet there. Yesterday, there were still some people out there, and did I get mistaken for a professional? I don't know if they're professional, but for a... High school track. I don't think it was high school. I think it was something pretty legit. 
Sure. I, I mean, I didn't get a good look at um, the track meet, so I'm not sure. But I'll take your word for it. So Courtney is calling, and um, she may have fallen off of her bike. <laughs> or she's been at the Jameson, Jameson Distillery. Distillery. We better this. get this. <laughs> Courtney, you're li- you're li- you okay? Yeah, I just, and my phone's going to die. I just need to know where to meet y'all. Okay. Um, we will, can we post it in the Facebook group so you can see it? You're live on the Live Different podcast with Matt Wilson and Jared O'Toole. We, we told everybody that you've been periscoping from the, uh, from the Jameson distillery riding a bicycle. I, yeah, that was interesting. Um, we should go back and see what actually fell. <laughs> um, but I would say riding a bike, reading Periscope, and also, um, talking on Periscope. I'll try to figure out how to get to whiskey at the same time. It's a pretty good skill set. I was um, I was impressed. Yeah, you had a lot is. of readers, or you had a lot of I viewers. Did. But the downside is my phone is gonna die. But the good side is we just got to the distillery, so there's whiskey involved. Um, <laughs> in the near future. Employee of the month. Oh god, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, Courtney Slay. <laughs> Do we get the, the uh, ride home periscope? <laughs> yeah, you know, that one makes the phone's going to make it. No one I really want to take on that task because just riding a bike alone through that area was interesting. Um, so anyways, guys, hopefully we can meet up for the, oh, well, he's here for the soccer game. I don't want to see you from the podcast to everyone listening. I apologize for my intrusion. Um... Yeah, we'll set a meeting place we, probably for dinner. We and call her LT now? Okay. We're, we're good. <laughs> okay, everybody, look out for Courtney Slade on Periscope. I'm bringing you a charger, and uh, we'll be at we'll be hey, drinking whiskey, apparently. And an adapter, yes. Gotcha. All right. All right, Courtney. Enjoy the rest of the podcast. All right, thanks, Jeff. And that brings us back to what the hell kind of operation are we running here? That is the general business call that we <laughs> that is, see. Yeah, these are the types of calls. My phone is dying. We need to meet people somewhere, we but we're at whiskey. some distillery, castle, or monastery. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's uh, that's pretty basic. Um, and we have to come up with solutions to these problems. <laughs> Yeah, no, seriously, <laughs> seriously, this, these are the these are the issues. Um, a lot of logistics right. work, which is which is kind of killing us, right? Not killing us, but it's yeah. it's a lot. I mean, I was saying earlier to you that I had to write in my notepad in my phone, "Where are you sleeping for the next two weeks?" And I, I wrote, "Where are you sleeping every night for the next two weeks?" Because I leave Dublin, I go to New York. Going with my dad on a little getaway to Mystic, Connecticut. Then I fly to Chicago to come see Liz Flores, who I know is listening because she puts up all of the podcasts now <laughs> on under30ceo.com. So thank you, Liz, because I know you're listening. This is your first shout out. And then I go, yeah. Uh, oh, so I'm going to go sleep in your bed naked in Texas right. after that. Obviously. We're sponsoring the sports league. This fall, so we might be a Texas-based uh, company 
down there in Austin, you're you're still liking it? Yeah. No, I think um, I think it's a good place to be. I mean, I'm loving it. I'm having a great time. So I'm down to uh, be there for at least a few years and see what we can. It's a it's a great community. I think of people, and we'll see how the the sports league goes. But I mean, I think it's gonna go well, and that'll really give us a good feel for the uh, you know what people are looking for down there. Talk to a ton of people. Um, but yeah, I think With it could events. end up being a little headquarters. Yeah, and there's a lot of there's a lot of transient people, which they're all transient, people. right? There are a lot of so they're all transient people, but that means if we can kind of quote unquote take over a city, right? Because we have travelers from all over the place, but if we have one real stronghold, especially if it's a transient city in a small city, right? Mm-hmm. As we discussed, the sponsorship for something like a New York City Zog Sports League would have been astronomical. I mean, we just wouldn't do it. But if we could take over a smaller city like Austin, you know, in there with the tech scene, there's, of course, there's all the South by Southwest and all the conferences and concert series that go on there. And that's all young people looking to meet people, looking to do fun stuff. That's our market. Yeah. I mean, it's been a good market to us without even trying. So it's exciting to see what we can do if we try. (laughs) Right. There's a good outdoor scene there from what I understand. I'm excited. I'm excited uh, by that. And uh, yeah, man, let's, let's make it happen this fall. No, I'm, I'm, I'm ready. It's going to be an exciting fall. We have a lot of stuff kicking off. And we have added Periscope, Snapchat, and Instagram to the aggressively. plan, aggressively <laughs> to the plan, uh, especially for this Austin Sports League, especially for this trip, mm-hmm. because uh, especially for all of our trips, we have Courtney down there riding a bicycle to the Jamison Distillery yeah. with our group, and she's live streaming. Well, it's not even Paris a trip school. day. This is just yeah, this is an off day. This is in between. This is day off. This is just a day for fun, right? <laughs> so. We're going to hop on Periscope and go downtown Dublin and mess around. But Instagram, we've then grown our following. Are we quadruple off our following on Instagram? Yeah, we had 1,000 followers. Yeah. Now we're getting close to 5,000 yeah. followers at U30 Experiences. If anybody wants to check us out, got to give a quick plug. We'll up our Snapchat game. And uh, look, our stuff has grown by word of mouth. But what is the big multiplier in word of mouth, and that's social media. So, And we've always been good at it, but as I've been in the jungle and you've been holding down the fort in the, uh, in the States, sometimes you're not always... We're, we haven't been up on it like we were up on right. it to grow our Twitter following to 40,000 people for under 30 CEO. When we wanted to hit it right. hard, we hit it hard. When we wanted to grow our blog to a half a million readers per month, we did it. We figured out the strategies, and it works. But it takes consistency. And also, just having smart people involved with our community. You know, shout out to, to Dan DiBiazza at Rich20something, who has now 80,000 Instagram followers and is driving a ton of leads to his business, helping people how to freelance. Uh, so check out Daniel DiBiazza if you get a chance. He, I believe, was the second or third episode of the podcast. Jared, you're the first repeat, uh, repeat <laughs> guest. So honored. It's an amazing feeling to be here again. <laughs> well, look, you look In like... In my exhausted... Yeah. 
feeling like an awful hangover, even though it's not. <laughs> you look like you need a Guinness. I need probably half a dozen to keep this party is going. That, is that nice? Is that what we do to ourselves? Oh, you don't? I know I know you can only handle about half Thank of you. one. Thank you. Thank you. I, you know, I get my, my kicks and, you know, got to go to bed early and wake up with the sunrise. That, that's what we do. Jared... Jared's looking disgusted at me, and that was a very sarcastic comment. <laughs> that's that's what we do. All right, dude. Should we uh, head to Dublin? Yeah, I'm down to check it out. Anything, any last piece of, uh, hey, we always try to end on an actionable piece of advice. An actionable piece of advice. What do you have for anybody? Anybody, I would say anybody who is a, a traveler, but also wants to run a business and really scale things while they're while they're on the road. Well, your favorite systems, your your word of the the month as the my month. email if I google <laughs> search my if I search my Gmail the word systems. Which is a big thanks to Jamie Tardy who I'll get you the podcast number of po- I'll link up the podcast or Liz Liz will link up the podcast. Liz will link up the resources. We're we're very fortunate for our team um, to be able to to help us with this stuff because as you can see we got a got a lot going. So Liz is going to link up the Jamie Tardy episode who was who turned me on to systems and made me wake up, which is again why we do the Live Different podcast, why we have awesome people on under 30 experiences trip. It's about the community, it's about you guys who are listening. So build systems. That's that's what you that's what you got for us. Oh, that's what oh, oh, oh. I'm just trying to <laughs> help you out. Sorry, Episode I'm nine: not. Habits of Millionaires and Having the Perfect Day with Jamie Tardy. Jamie Tardy's from the, the Eventual Millionaire, and she got me into systems, and we've been rocking it ever since. Which Liz Flores has been helping us to build because we all know we need somebody to help organize Well, it's the thing, having the people around to, to implement some of the stuff while we're, you know, screwing everything up left and right. As I double booked hotels this weekend. Oh, God. Thank God my credit card has a fraud alert and the hotel can't charge us, so my card's gone. Is that, <laughs> is that nice? You lost your credit card. We're probably going to have to pay for the hotel room anyway, but, you know. I don't know maybe if they, they released, even contact Maybe they released the, the room. Let's, I have no let's idea. Just try to be honest and, and transparent. Yeah, I mean, I have no one. idea because I still don't even know where this hotel is that I supposedly booked in Dublin. <laughs> the TripIt app. Link up the TripIt app. TripIt. Um, we will link up the TripIt app. Liz, we love you. Under 30 experiences, Dublin about to kick off, Ireland about to kick off. We're going to Kilkenny. We're going to the castles. Jared and I are going downtown, and we're going to have a blast. So signing off for the Live Different Podcast. Catch you guys later. Quick favor for you to ask. We are trying to spread the Live Different mentality, the mission right now, so other people can take advantage of all the stuff that you just got to hear about. If you could go to iTunes and leave a review and a rating, this will help us get on the iTunes new and noteworthy list. And that way, a bunch more people can hear about what we do over here at the Live Different Podcast. So I really appreciate it. If you want to share it, please do. Give it to a friend in need. That is what we want to do. And uh, keep doing good stuff. I appreciate it. Thanks.